Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. You're back with us, Tom, John, and Lark, as we uh, continue day one of Big 12 Media Days from AT&T Stadium. And uh, Coach Neil Brown from the uh, West Virginia Mountaineers came by, and I I told you earlier today, I said, he's one of my favorites in this league. He is uh, very personable, very genuine, and and, and really, you know, he's when you – you don't get a lot of coach speak from Coach Brown. I mean, he, he's really going to tell you exactly what he thinks. Yeah, he's very honest. It's mm-hmm. great to visit with him. I, I love it because we've got the background from my hometown. It's yeah. his hometown, Danville, Kentucky. But how about this? West Virginia last year, they finished 6-7 and seven with, mm-hmm. the, with the bowl game, 6-7, and 4-5 and five in the conference, and a fast finish to the season to become bowl eligible. Uh, so he really did take a step forward, and he's looking forward to that next step that comes up this year. And they've got, and we've discussed it with him, but they've got a very unique and I think a very difficult football schedule. Uh, yeah, he says way too tough. <laughs> they open with Pitt, the backyard right. brawl. They'll play that at uh, Heinz Field they or will. whatever the new name mm-hmm. of it is in Pittsburgh. What is it? Accusure. Accusure Field. <laughs> Doesn't make sense nope. in Pittsburgh. But that's their season opener on a Thursday night. Right. They play who? Kansas. Kansas. So a big at 12 home. game yeah. in week two. And then they play Virginia Tech right. uh, in non-conference on a Thursday night in week three. And they three. got a game sliding in there with Townsend, too. So... Uh, they, yeah, they've got an interesting schedule, to say the least. And we talked to uh, Coach Brown about that. And uh, here's the conversation with Coach Neil Brown of West Virginia. Back at Big 12 Media Days here in Arlington, we are honored to be joined by the head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers, proud uh, product of Danville, Kentucky, <laughs> my hometown. I always have to bring that up. I hope you don't mind. No, I, I enjoy it. You're, Actually, you're kind of my claim to fame. Okay? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. But I do appreciate it. My dad was here. I was able to bring my dad. He had to leave a little early, but my dad and I took in the baseball game last night, the Rangers game, nice. and then and then brought him here. And I said, "Hey, you won't be the only person from Dan. We won't be the only people from Danville here tonight." <laughs> That's great. Uh, gravel switch, to be exact, right? So gravel switch is my mom's hometown. That's oh. a, that's a suburb of Lebanon, Kentucky. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know the territory. Yeah, yeah you got to know. You got to. Yeah, but uh, gravel switch is a suburb of Lebanon, and and for, for your listeners here in in Central. Texas, Lebanon has probably five thousand people. So you can, yeah. There, there's a the, in, in Gravel Switch. There's a post office, um, and now there's a, since the county went wet, there's a liquor store. That's about, that's about it. That's about it. Shout out Gravel Switch. This may be the only interview you do today. Maybe that Gravel yeah, Switch yeah, comes out. That, that's that's so, a safe assumption. I'm glad to do that. Uh, good to see you. This kind of this kind of gets things going, doesn't it? At least folks, fans, mm-hmm. media talking, thinking about football season. It's football season it, it is i was uh, 50 days till we line up on a thursday night and play pit 19 days till we start camp mm. you know august 1st is the day that that we'll have our first practice so it's honest you know it, it really is this is kind of the event we do it early um earlier than than everybody else which i think is a benefit to our league but it's football season you know we've we've been on vacation and vacation for me looks a little different because i got a 14 and 11 year old that are both playing softball so we're all over the place there's wow. not a whole lot of downtime <laughs> but it's uh but it's here and, and we're ready do you think and i know there's a lot of conversation right now about realignment and things like that nil and all that 
from your chair, do you think about those things, or, or is it right now, are you kind of locked into X's and O's in, in coaching football? The realignment, not so much, because those aren't things that football coaches are making decisions on. You know, we have no more say in it than than your listeners, honestly. We're just – that's not something they're they're quizzing football coaches anything about realignment. That's not the case. So – but name, image, likeness is something we deal with every single day, and, and it's not going to change, you know. And, and transfer portal and player retention, those are things that you're dealing with on a daily basis. Those don't go away. They don't go away when you start camp. They don't go away when you're playing games. Those are constants. And, and so that's something that's just part of the job description now is you're going to deal with those things on a daily basis um college football is in a it's in a changing time you know the one constant about our business is it's going to change and and i don't think there's any end in sight for that i think over the next three to five years it's really going to it's going to be a time that there's going to be continuous change and a lot of a lot of what's happening in college football is a self-infliction we took it um, a game and, and didn't evolve. We didn't involve NCAA rules. We didn't involve evolve how we were we were sharing with the players the revenues that were that kept growing and growing and growing. And now you know we're paying the price. And so rather than being um, initiating policy we're reacting to policy and and I think it's going to be the case now for probably the next three or five years. Are you are you in a situation and is where you're constantly having to? re-recruit your own players is that yeah. is that a state i don't know if you the re-recruit part is is probably not the right term it's you have to understand that everybody on your roster has options and so you need to treat everybody on your roster like they have options and and so what i think you do is is relationships are a big piece um you've got to figure out a way to give feedback in a way that uh shows accountability that shows that you care about their growth and their continued improvement, but at the same time, it's not demeaning. And I think the there there has to be continuous conversations. And so, and then you, from a roster planning perspective, you've got a plan that you're going to lose a certain number of guys, and you've got to have some flexibility in your numbers to be able to react to whatever happens. Because there's always going to be something that's unexpected. There's always going to be a player that maybe you, there's no chance you thought they were leaving where they may leave. And so you have to be able to be reactionary to it, and you can't take it personal. You know, my days of of of, of taking every move uh, personal are probably over. You know, it's just about, hey, you know, it's going to happen. We've got to stay in front of it as best we can, and when things do happen, we'll adjust and make the best of it. You're going to be asked a lot about subjects like that today, but does uh, does that get old for you? Wouldn't you rather just talk X's and O's? Yeah, but, you know, that's just not the world we live in. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of things going on with college football, and the things that are on front burner issues right now are not necessarily the play on the field. And we've got to get back to whether that's the main point of point of topic when you're talking college football is who's playing well, who's coaching well, what are the the games we're looking forward to seeing. But that's not the way we're at right now. We, we're talking about conference realignment. We're talking about the college football playoff. We're talking about name, image, likeness. We're talking about equity. We're ta- you know, there's a lot of things we're talking about, and it's fair. You know, like I said, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for where we're at as a game right now because I think we brought a lot of it on ourselves. But we got to figure out some solutions. And so one thing that, that I learned probably in Danville, Kentucky, is you better not complain unless you have solutions. And there's some things that, that quite frankly, I don't have solutions for right now, so I'm not going to spend any time complaining about it. We're just going to adjust and make the best of it. Remember, uh, early on last year, you had a couple of close losses. Uh, was it OU and Tech, maybe, three-point losses? We had we had two we had back-to-back games right before we went to Baylor. Um, and, 
we got beat. We had the ball, uh, tie game with under four minutes to go at OU, and they were ranked, I don't know, probably second in the country. And we had a bad snap, and we went from second and short within inside the 35 where we had a chance to really take control of the game and yeah. win it on a walk-off field goal. We had a bad snap, had to punt it to them. They go the distance and, and kick a walk-off field goal to beat us, and then we lose at home to Texas Tech on a walk-off field goal back-to-back. And then we went down to, to Waco and just laid an egg. We played at, you know, and, and, and credit to Dave's team. They played a lot better than we did. But we just we, – we, that was the worst game we played all year. wasn't even close. Um, and then we were able to regroup after a bye week after that game. And we played better football down the stretch. Went 4-2, and two, lost close games to Kansas State and Oklahoma State. Um, but we played better football. We were able to get bowl eligible. And so last year was a tough year for a lot of reasons. You know, after, after our bowl game, which we didn't play very well offensively, we made some staff adjustments and brought in Graham Harrell to run the offense, which is going to be beneficial. Uh, we remade our roster and – probably very similar to some of the same things that Dave went through last year in January at Baylor and really remade our roster in a in a in an image that we think gives us the best opportunity uh it's a it's a roster that there's a lot more joy in coaching that group than we had a year ago and so I think that's important and we've got a group that's worked really hard over the last six months to put themselves in a position where we're under the radar a little bit but that's probably a good place for us to be but I like our team on in, in all three phases really is part of that, uh, talking about your roster, is part of that you've been there, this is your fourth year, right? Mm-hmm. Part of that is you inherit a roster, but then you want to work it and, and meld it to where it's your kind of roster. Is that natural? Yeah, yeah that's true. But it's not the, – the situation we went into at West Virginia is, is really unique. And we in 2018, they probably had the best team they've had. And, you know, going back to probably when Coach Nealon was – or, excuse me, when – Rich Ride had it going right there in six, seven, and eight, and then when Coach Nealon had some of his top teams, I mean that eighteen team was was right there. They didn't finish very well, but it was right there. And then, but all those guys left, you know, and went to the NFL. There were six draft picks and a lot of the senior leadership, and so we actually played, you know, maybe above our playing weight a little bit in nineteen and go five and seven, and but we won two of our last three on the road and did some good things. Um, and then the pandemic hits, and and we did we did okay there. We went six and four, won a bowl game. Um, but when you go through like the, we got the job late in nineteen. You have a pandemic year. And there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are, and then the name, image, likeness, and the transfer portal. So it's like it's not your traditional three years where mm-hmm. you can mold the roster like you wanted. It's right. been a lot of transition and a lot of, you know, the rules were changed right in the middle. You know, we had the set of rules that we'd always played by, and then we get to West Virginia. Within six months, the rules have completely changed, and so, and so now this is the first time going into a season where we feel really good about kind of where we're at. We feel really good about um, the the makeup of a roster. We feel really good about our leadership. We feel that we've recruited good enough athletes that we can go toe to toe each week in this league. And so this is this is the best group we've had. Now we've got to go out and win close games. That's the that's kind of been the difference. You know, y'all know this. Y'all been in this league and watching these games long enough is small margin for error. You know, like Baylor's a great example of the team that you all cover is you look at twenty, lose a lot of close games. They're in them. Change the script twenty one, they win they win those games. Oh yeah. You know, and it's were they that much better? They were better. Mm -hmm. But that many win difference? I, you know, I don't know about that, but they figured out a way to win the close games, yeah. which is which is vital in our league. 
you uh, you open with Pitt and then you jump right into conference play in week two against the Jayhawks. That's a little interesting twist uh, to your schedule. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things on our schedule, really. I mean, we're we're open up on the road against a Power Five opponent for second time in, in in as many years, which is not ideal. It's not uh, we may be the only team outside of Notre Dame that's done that. And then next year we're going to do it again. We'll open up at Penn State. And so we're going to go three years in a row on the road. You know, we play 11 Power 5 opponents. We're the only team in our league that's doing that. Um, we play both of them on the road. We play in Blacksburg on a Thursday night, Pitt on a Thursday night. So we got nine conference games and two regional rivalries. And then, oh, by the way, we're going to play a league game right smack in the middle of that, which is not ideal at all. Yeah, we need to let you go. Mike is uh, pulling pulling you away from us, but great to see you, and uh, good luck getting things going. We'll see you on a Thursday night in October in Morgantown. Yeah, looking forward to it. How Thanks. About that? Thanks, Thanks coach. coach. See you. That's Neil Brown, the head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers. John, in your opinion, where's West Virginia in this thing? Uh, this is a team, as you mentioned, around 500 a year ago. Is this an important year in, in, in the – in the process for Coach Brown? I think that's putting it mildly. I, yeah. I think so. I mean, they they uh, were a bowl team last year. In fact, how about this? West Virginia has been in a bowl game uh, 18 of the last 20 years. Wow, I did not realize I that. That, that kind of surprised me when I saw that kinda also. sneaks up on you. Yeah, but very consistent. And uh, for Coach Brown in his fourth season, I think a lot of people are saying, you know, what's that next step? You know, is it seven wins? Is it eight wins? Is it more than that? But I think a lot of people will look at that for he and West Virginia. And make no mistake about it, it's going to be a new-look West Virginia football team. Uh, yeah. They, I think the, the portal, uh, it, yeah, they, there's a, a lot of new faces wearing, wearing the West Virginia blue. Yeah, very much so. And he mentioned the new offensive coordinator, right. Graham Harrell. From uh, Texas Tech. Right. Name uh, folks our listeners will be familiar with. So he's done some High things. school, Ennis, is that right? That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, yes. absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's done some things to try to, uh, you know, take that next step with the Mountaineers. So there you go. That uh, That is uh, Coach Neil Brown from the West Virginia Mountaineers. This is Media Days, Big 12 Media Days from AT&T Stadium, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We're back with more in just a moment. 